0: Pastor Winston preached about reach. Reach. Uh, and he taught us, taught us a simple exercise. Remember? Like what was the exercise? Oh, two hands already. Uh? Wow, reaching out when it hammer. Come on, everybody, reach. Then, in. this is out. In and then, out. So I'm going to teach you a simple one. After, up, in and out, I want you to do this. Cease! Everybody, one, two, three. Cease! Cease what? Huh? Aha! Seize the opportunity. Everyone, one, two, three. Seize the opportunity. Wow. Very good. Okay, this one now, huh? you must, because you're you open your hand right now, you, mmm, To huh? seize the opportunity. Okay, Sorry, that, that's why. And, uh, we need to reach, reach out. I know some of the, I know, we last, on Friday, how many, how many of you were in the cell group Friday? Yeah, do you see me? Huh? No? <laughs> I was on video. The first week was Pastor Winston on video, and on Friday I was on video. And and uh, I think the first one, uh, someone mentioned, a cell mentioned, how come uh, every time when Pastor, Say the word rich, uh, you know, they have that, that the, the, the program that reads the one. Reads the, the, the the, when they speak, you can capture the words, right? So that you, the words will come out. Let us, and let us. And I heard, or oh, every time the rich come out, it's the R I C H that come out. Rich or R I C H. Every hour I say, wow, what does the church sing? Uh? Let us be rich. It was. But it's not our fault. Huh? We didn't put that program in. You know, it is because yours, sometimes, you know, when they read the word, it's reach. You cannot, unless you pronounce reach. I don't know. How, how do you do it? You know, but here we're talking about reach, reach, seizing the opportunity. Okay? Now, this cartoon, it was on the, my WhatsApp. In the beginning of the year, it says, What will the new year bring us? Right, you will consider every time 2018 ending, oh, 2019, I wonder what happened. And I was looking at this, wow, you know, the the animal answered, (laughs) it's an animal, whether it's a cat or dog, whatever. He answered, 365 opportunities. Wow. What a way to start the year. When you see your year as not just one year to pass by, but it's 365 and 65 opportunities. And already, actually, by today, we already have only what? 338 only. Because 28 days have passed by already. Right? We are already, what date is it today? 27th of January. Fast, isn't it? Times Time flies. So that's why the world is ceased. It's not the opportunity is that when you take Caesar, it's <clears throat> no, no, grab seize it because it passes very quickly. Let us read the word of God in Ephesians chapter 5 15 to 17. This is my text for today. Okay, let's read together. Everybody is big enough for us to see one, two, three. Be very careful then. How you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Father, thank you, Lord, for this word you have written in the word of God for us, and it's for our practice, is for our warning. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, come, touch us, Lord. Reveal your word to us that we might be wise and not unwise. That we might, O oh God, follow your word and find that when we seize every opportunity you give us, it will result, Lord, in soul save, it result in life's touch, it result us growing in the faith. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Can you all just stand up? Because I know you've been sitting long. Right, we had an announcement. Da, da, da. Okay, one more time. Let us try again. Now, exercise. Reach and in and out and cease. Okay, thank you. Very good. You may see that. cease the opportunity. Ephesians is very interesting. Huh? This book of efficiency. and the recipients, those who are receiving. This letter of the Philippians, uh, Ephesians is the saints and faithful. Saints and faithful. So you are a saint. Do you know that you are a saint? Not the Simon Templar saint, huh? but you are called saints. Turn your neighbor and say, hey, saint. Oh, you are saints. You are faithful people. God called you saint. No matter what, your halo has dropped maybe, but you're still a saint. Uh, pick back up the halo. We are saints in Christ. And so chapters in Ephesians, chapter 1 to 3, talks about the spiritual blessings. That we are blessed. We have redemption. We have hope. We have the Holy Spirit. God has given to us wisdom and revelation. So we are so spiritually blessed in 1st chapter 1, 2, 3. In 4, 5, 6, it talks about, hey, since you are so blessed, what are you going to do about it? Huh? What are you doing about it? You are, are you going to walk in that spiritual blessing? And that's what it is about. Walking in that spiritual blessing. Are you walking in your spiritual blessing that God gave you? Sometimes we are not. Sometimes we don't know what we are, who we are. We don't know what we have. And therefore, the passage here, In your spiritual blessing Okay And actually some people say Ephesians is so great You know it is like The church The fullness of Christ And who is the church? Who is the church? Yeah we are the church You and I are the church We have the fullness of Christ Tell yourself I have the fullness of Christ Yeah In you Fullness of Christ We are the people of God. Do we understand who we are? So saints and faithful people, how can we seize every opportunity that comes our way? How can we be alert when the opportunity comes? Oh, crap. I tell you, uh, one person who knows how to seize opportunity uh, is Eddie, you know? Where's Eddie? Eddie, your brother. Wow. See, he brought his brother already. Sister-in-law, right? Come on, yeah, give them my hand. Wow. He told us about you before we see you, you no? Know? Nothing bad, Nothing bad. <laughs> He's reaching my brother, you know? Praying for you, huh, Irene? Huh? Praying for your in-laws and so on. Seize opportunity. You know why I say he? Very very clever to seize opportunity. We go visit station together sometimes, huh? Walk together, going up the lift. He in a leaf also when she prosper one. Huh? What oh, are you what doing? Why, huh? Why are you in hospital? <laughs> he sees every opportunity he has. Because, you know, he loves the Lord, he loves the souls. And that's the person you want to talk about seizing opportunity. Where he sees, we we'll talk to Eddie. He has that heart. So, how do we squeeze out of every day all that we can? Meaning not to waste. Any of our time, not to waste any of our opportunity, because we can never get back what is gone. No, no. I wish I had yesterday, you know, but it's gone. I cannot get back Saturday, 26th of January, it's gone. Whatever opportunity I had, which I missed, it's gone, you know, that time. So, therefore, how? How do we? So, I'm going to share three things according to this passage how to seize the opportunity when we have three of these important aspects in our life. One, live every day wisely. You live every day wisely. You know, Billy Graham was asked a question. What he thought was the most surprising thing in life. What is the most surprising thing in life? He said, it's brevity. Meaning, it's shortness. Life is short. How many years do you want to live? 100? Okay, 100. And if a 100 I still have, oh, then I will tell you my age already. Huh? Uh, I still have at least 40%. At least 40% left. Right? And it's still very huh, short. Huh? If you have, who's the youngest here, I wonder. Anyone uh, 20 years old here? 20? Uh, huh? 20 years old? Ayoh, who are you kidding? 20 years old? you if 100, you have 80 but it's still very short in comparison with eternity. So how can I use my day wisely? Life is short. Psalms 90 verse 12, when Moses uh, said this, he says, teach us to number our days aright. Teach us to number, like counting, huh? number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. It's not one, two, three, four, five, six days left, huh? or seven days of two, three hundred uh, days, or three whatever months left. It is counting. Do you use it? Giving an account of your days. Huh? Count my days. Giving an account to the Lord of how I use my life. That's why I need to seize the opportunity because life is short. Life passes very fast. Be careful then the word says be careful then in Ephesians 5:15 be careful be very careful the version says actually be very careful and not only careful no but be very careful how you live not as unwise but wise wow well, you must in your in your thought how you face your number of days is I want to be wise I want to be wise I don't want to be foolish I want to spend my time well. Be very careful. So the word careful is like a parent. Ah. You have you tell your son? Son, be careful. Ah. Be careful when you cross the road. Be careful. Be careful when you, you, know, you jump over. Be careful. You know, my godson is Christopher. When he was two years old. Ah, when you at two years old only. You, would, you know in those days, you play a parachute like that. Up, down. And then the children run across. Even like that also, he fall and broke his collarbone. This one, when be careful, means nothing to him, you know. Because from here, four years old, also, also got bruise here, got stitches. Four, three, three, four, five. I tell you, uh, God, I always pray, Jesus, please protect him. Make me more careful. Because at a a later age, I asked him, can you take a cup of water for me? He would run to the kitchen. What happened? He stole. At the, 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 table. Like that, who's Then the stitches again. And then in a secondary school, form one, form two. Running in the, in the school, ah. The thing starting out also, ah. Cut his armpit. got bruises, God can see the flesh, you know. Oh, hospital again. Stitch, stitch, stitch. Yeah, why, ah, careful, nothing to you, ah. I said, be careful. Don't run down the stairs. Don't... Therefore, here it says, be careful. Why? Uh? What have you got to be careful about? Because there are temptations out there, right? Christians, how many of you know you face temptations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also face temptation. No, a pastor also face that. Uh? Yeah, we face temptations. Temptations to fall into sin. Temptations to go our own way and not follow God. Because God has a path for you to do, follow. God has a purpose for your life. But we want our own thing. We, you know, we are so tempted to do our own thing. Tempted by the, the, the evil one. Because there is a roaring lion actually. There is a roaring lion. that trying to trap you. And that you will not fulfill God's plans for your life. God has a plan for you. Turn to your neighbor and say, God has a plan for you. Yes, He has a plan for your life. And God's plan for you is good plans. But the devil say, no, you know, no need lah. Follow your own plan lah, your pleasures lah. You know, whatever you do, never mind. Life's so short, you better enjoy lah. That's why life's so short, you better live for eternity actually, right? You better live for eternity. So be careful that we will not waste our time. It says here, be careful that we will not indulge and worldly pleasures and desires. We need to look to the Lord and work. And work for God. Because actually, ultimately, it's God's plan in our life. Ultimately, it's about God, not about us one. Huh? It is about God in our lives. It's not about what big thing we can do. It is about God. Let's look at the Israelites. Huh? The Israelites, God has brought them out of Egypt already. Exodus 32. And you know. They were waiting. And in this place, they were waiting uh, for Moses because God wanted to speak to Moses. Went up to the mountains. God revealed, give ten commandments, give all the regulations. Take long time. God spoke to him very long. And then here, sitting there, what's wrong with this fellow? When is he coming back? We, you know, you know, uh, maybe he died already, so we don't know. So therefore, in Exodus 32, it says, when the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, "Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow, uh, the way I don't know, maybe it's in South. Uh, for this fellow Moses, uh, who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So therefore, I oh Aaron so like that. Uh, they give me give me all your earrings, heavy gold earring, bring bring bring. Oh, yes. That means they've been wearing heavy gold. Uh. They can collect so many earrings uh, of gold and make a wooden calf. And oh, you know what they say? Hey, after making it, that's very sad. They say, these are your gods. They say, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you out of Egypt. Jeez, I mean, God had wow, brought them out of Egypt as slaves, you know, uh, you know. Because of the miracles, you know, that all the firstborn of uh, of the Egyptians were killed, that they can go forth, you know, crossing the Red Sea. And yet, now they say, what? this son is your God, uh, who brought you out of Egypt. What happened to these people? They have come out of Egypt, it's true. They have been set free from the bondage. But what was still in their hearts? It was still Egypt. It's still thinking of the leeks and all the food. Still thinking of the always baby problem is they have so, been so influenced by the ways of Egypt that they still had Egypt in their hearts. So the carefulness is that we do not go back to those days that we were following the God. I am God. You know, some of them, when you share with them, say, no, I don't need, I am God. I, 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 it's my sufficiency. That we do not go back to looking at you know, the old ways of the ways that are not right before God. Here, you know, they were waiting for God. They're waiting for Moses. And sometimes we are like that, you know. When we pray, ah, God must answer immediately, right now. How many of you think that? Huh? No, ah? oh, only me. Ah. Ayoh, I'm only so unspiritual. We say, God, I pray, then, oh, why don't you answer? And because of our impatience, we think we know better. I will do it my own way and do it. Like, you're not answering, well, maybe I do it my own way and sometimes all the wrong way and a lot of mess comes. That's why they have mess. They begin to revel, begin to dance, they begin to do all five of wrong things, you know, drinking and getting drunk. And sometimes we are like, if we are not careful, we are so tempted to go back to a former way of doing things. When you know that you have a spiritual blessing, go forward, do not look back. Look forward to what God can do in your life. The past, leave it behind. Look forward to what God has for you. Us to bless spiritually. So be not unwise. Another danger is when we live, we, we live in regret, right? When you look back at 2018, do you regret how you spent your time? We don't want to live with regret. When 2020 comes, I don't want to say, 2019, I didn't do anything. I wasted my opportunity. I didn't do what I'm supposed to do. I did not I did what I wasn't supposed to do. I wasted time. The thing that I'm supposed to do, I didn't do. But the things I don't want to do, I do. You know, like the Paul said in his word. Oh, so when I look back to 2019, you are still in 2019, you have the present. The past 2018, forget lah. Please forget it. Throw it away. You wasted 2018. Never mind. Looking forward now. Forgetting what lies behind. 2000, you already now you are forward thinking. Okay, 2019. I will not regret at the end of year. I will decide to serve God. I will decide to make right whatever I need to make right. I will decide to serve God whatever. Well, your cell leaders are here. A cell leader say, Hey, can you help me this? Uh, uh say yes. And all the cell leaders say? You come on, cell leaders. I'm giving you opportunity, you know, that your cell members cannot turn you down. How can you like that? Cell <laughs> leaders say? "Ayo, not worse. <laughs> when your cell leaders ask okay, can you help share something? Do something for the cell members? Yes. You know, as a pastor, it's not that I, you know, say, ah, you pastor, of course, sir. But when I was not a pastor, I was a youth, it was difficult for me in my, my, you know, I said, okay, committee, uh, you, you know, from three, so worldly, we thought we are so worldly. But never mind, serve God. Yes, yes, we serve God. Then when I was in, a, uh, in Goons Institute, anyone went to Goons Institute? Huh? Oh, I find one, look. Oh, God, go. They're my Asia people. To do what, Irene? Huh? Not, uh, not Stanford. Ah? <laughs> it's either good institute, they always think we are lower. No, but Stanford. How many are you from Stanford? Oh, Pastor George, you are. Ah? <laughs> you think you're higher? No, no. <laughs> okay, so we were in that, and, and they said, hey, CF, ah, president. Ah. Are you kidding me? And I went back to talk to my pastor and my leaders in church. Oh, they want me to become president. I cannot. I'm not able. God gave you opportunity. No, serve God, and I believe it is opportunity for I'm growing, developing me to be what I need to do, even right now. So don't say no. I am no. Say yes. And God give opportunity. Let's say yes. You know, and make right with whatever situation. I was telling this morning's service. There was one lady I really, really love her because she's a very nice lady. How do I not waste my life or live without regret? Is one way is to even make right for whatever situations. That I will live at peace with people. That I will commit my life to serve God. That I will use my opportunities well. That I will be compassionate. I will encourage people. That I will have right living, clear conscience. So that's why when I look back, I say, yes, I don't live without, I live without regret. So this lady, I, I, you know, was ministering to her for some time. She had cancer, and, but she was a very nice lady. She was very bubbly, and every time we visit her, she would have say, "Hey, you know, such a bubbly person, and entertain us, come have tea, come have some biscuits, and, and, and that was such nice, but, but on her death page, before, just before she was going, and I saw what was happening, it grieved my heart. It really grieved my heart. I said, God, I wish I had known earlier. That was a situation when she was at the death That time. She began to make right with those people that she was having, she had cut off. These people begin to come, and some relatives begin to say, hey, you know, time is short already. Let's just reconcile. At her deathbed.
1: Would you look back and say,
0: wow, what a regret, you know? I could have been friends with them, I could have made right and enjoyed that relationship. I'm not there to judge, but what I'm just giving you a thought that I do not want to regret at the end of my life that I say, hey, God, whatever done. There's no pressure, no condemnation, but what I need, you have the present now. You have the present now. You do not have your past because it's gone. You might not even have the future actually because the future is in God's hand. But you have today, you have right now that you can serve God. You know, brother, uh, elder Tan, sister, Swan, at this age, 80 something, seventy something, I will not reveal your age. You're 60 something, sorry. 60 something. You're still serving the Lord. Going from her old ministry and so on. To them, there's no end. We can still, as long as I have breath, I will serve the Lord. Live your wise life wisely. Number two, oh, let me carry on. Number two is use every opportunity. Again, I use the word seize every opportunity. Grab them, grab them. Why I grab them? Because I have a view of eternity. I have a view of God's kingdom. It's not my kingdom; it's God's kingdom. It's about eternity. That's why I grab it, whatever situation. It is not about make uh, my own comfort, only about money, my pleasures. But no, many times God will give you all these things. I tell you, God is good. God, God provides. Everyone say, Amen. Really, God takes care of our needs. One, you take care of His kingdom. You take care of His house. God take care of our needs and our house. So we need to put that in our full front mind. When you seize opportunity, I will use opportunity well. Take advantage for serving God. Take advantage of all these circumstances to fulfill God's purpose in this world. Today, I have a strategy in life. My strategy is, whenever opportunity comes, I use it. Join the cell. The cell is going to strategize how to reach their uh, community. How to use, how to miss, uh, miss plug, How to reach, reach. Everyone say reach. I'm a reach. Right, community, they're oikos. There's one word, kairos. The Greek word for opportunity is kairos. Right? You all know kairos? kronos huh? is time. In time, one, two, three, four, huh? it's chronos. But Kairos is an like opportune time. Right, that decisive, that critical point of time that you get, ooh, seize it and use it. And that will result in great things for the Lord. You know, I don't believe Greek you know, the mythology, but you know, in the Greek mythology, there is a, a depiction of the word Kairos. And Kairos was depicted as a youth, there was a statue of Kairos, right? He was the personification of opportunity, okay? So it's a statue. And how does this statue look like? Uh, this use, uh, useful small energy, ma. Uh, so had a long lock hair, some of you might know this, long lock hair, hanging what? In front. Uh, it had in front, at the back, uh, is bald, la. no hair. Uh, so what it says is, when opportunity flies by, because like, here like wings up, pop. what you got to do is grab the hair in front. Right? It's the lock of hair, you grab it in front, because when it passes, uh, at the back, you no hair because bald. You cannot grab because bald head. The hair is in front. So opportunity, you better grab it first. Because when it mm, past you, and, and the, the guy is naked also, huh? no clothes on. So you cannot uh, go to the closer. So No clothes, on. grab the hair. we missed. Ayoh. gone already. So opportunity is like that. Huh? When it comes, grab, grab it by the hair. You know, and that's what, you when know, the Kairos. Kairos time. Let's grab it. Acts chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. Very uh, powerful message for missions, you know, and for healing. So I love this. uh, Let's read together. Okay, one. Because I think I want you to be involved. One, two, three. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Take him by the hand, by the right hand. He helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. That's it. It's okay. We'll stop here. Time. We'll stop here because of time. Thank you and he was going to Peter and John were going to prayer going to the temple but there was something that interrupted him this beggar you hey, oh, know three o'clock uh, start, time start already you know to, for prayer already uh, prayer starting. And so but when this man came you know he wanted arms so Peter and John said look at us look at us silver and gold I have none but what I have I give you i might not have the money or you can say i i might not have the knowledge you know to teach i might not have the counseling ability to counsel my friend who is in need or in pain or healing but what i have and what do you have in the name of in the name of jesus you have or not anyone have don't have in the name of jesus Uh, then i will ask you uh, do you want to accept Jesus? When you have Jesus, when you accept Jesus, you have the power, the authority in the name of Jesus. You have that. Every one of us is not the pastors alone who say, pray in the name of Jesus. You can and see miracles. Eddie is an evangelist. And one of the most powerful evangelists, healing evangelists that we have seen, because he believes and he trusts. It's just that faith they believe that in the name of Jesus, the diseases will flee. And you can have that too because it is faith, not in yourself. I can't do it. But it's Jesus. You have the name, the power of Jesus to set the captives free, to heal the sick. So, In the name of Jesus, you can do that. You might not do a lot of things, right? say, okay, maybe not sell leaders for you, but you can pray. You can pray for people. You can raise right? the, uh, a person from the dead, even if it's, there's nothing there. Is it? The Bible says that. Raise heal the sick and all things. Jesus gave us power and authority. What we have again is here and now. Who is in it? Evangelism. It's a great way. And actually, it's God's way for us. None of us are given the choice and say, do you want to win our souls for Christ? You want or not? Uh, do you want to share Christ? Do you want to witness to... You? None of us are given a choice whether you want to or not. The Bible says, go! It's not a choice. It's a, what? Command. Command to go and make decisions. Command to share Christ. To reach the lost. I was in uh, Sunderland. Yeah, I was in UK, U- uh, England uh, last year at the end of the month. And I, want, I told my Thought I am going to visit you, spend time with you, but my Christmas time is back in church, duty calls. So, December, I went, met her in Newcastle, and I went by Emirates, right? So by Emirates, you have 7 hours, 15 minutes to fly to Dubai. Wait, wait, wait. nada. After waiting another seven hours plus to reach uh, Newcastle. For me, I went to Newcastle. So I say, God, whatever you want me to do, whoever you want to meet, so on. I'm open to you. So the first, the first persons I meet on the first flight from Kuala Lumpur to uh, Dubai is a couple. They're sitting next to me. Yeah, I just see them. Very lovely, dovey you know. And I go, oh no, whole flight like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ah, kissy, kissy. Then I just got to talking with them, I said, hey, uh, oh, we just got married, we are here for the honeymoon, oh, huh? oh, you're in Bali, oh, yeah, you're here, okay, so after that, we talk about, uh, uh, you know, our faith, then they say, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, then I said, praise the Lord, you know why, Then I can rest, <laughs> how many of you look like that, huh? uh, yeah, non-Christian, uh, you're going to work, Ah." Uh. Uh, you non-Christian, uh, your God can I not do today, huh? 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 <laughs> Christian, I oh, praise the Lord. Not really Christian, uh? oh, strong Christians are more. Not strong Christian, they were from Egypt. They are Egyptians. Go to a church, go missions, uh, do a lot of work. So we ex- the, the husband was sitting next to me, the wife was uh, inside, and therefore he gave me a word. He gave, I know he gave me a word, a prophetic word. I gave him a wedding message. Exchange lah, fair or not, huh? So give me a I said, you know, you are going to meet uh, a person very depressed. You're going to, you know, a very sad person and uh, you will minister to that person. Mm, interesting. And you will minister to a person and da-da-da-da. Okay, so we went to Dubai and we parted ways. Thank God. You know, I'm travelling alone all the way and I said, oh, I really don't like to travel alone. Who's going to take care of my bag? I don't want to carry my whole bag to the toilet, you know? After it's so dirty and thank God, you know, I trust them. Uh. Can you help me take care of my bags, Huh? Uh, thank you, uh. You know? And so then it was so kind and so on. And so when I, okay, I'm gonna admit something. I made a mistake in my connecting flight. How many have you done that before? No uh. Oh no, I'm the only one? Are you terrible? You won't believe how many hours I've got to wait in the airport. More than ten hours. Yo, yes, yo. When I found out that, I said, uh, okay, I go and look for a room. La. I say, maybe I have to sleep. La. Look for a room. Yo, so expensive. Never mind, I suffer in the chair. Uh, I don't want to waste my money. So I said, then I uh, look around la. who's the depressed person? La? <laughs> and one there, very sad, crying there? But nobody was. Everybody was busy doing their own thing. Walk, 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 walk. I think I'm uh, more than 10,000 steps uh, that day. Ah, uh, you know, those who know I go 10,000 steps, ah, uh, uh, more than that, 20, also got, I think. Ah, uh, walk, walk, don't never mind. So we reached Newcastle, uh, you know, went back, I uh, went to, uh, my goddaughter came, fetched me, and we went Sunderland. And that next day we went down to London. And actually we had already planned to go. Ah, uh, we're going to Paris. I know Wendy knows what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Wendy and Paul. So I said, Okay, why don't we go to Paris? How oh, I many of you have been to Paris? Dangerous place, ah! Why you go? So because of that, ah, I even heard from my members, yo, she reached there, the wallet gone, you know. So, no. so I said, okay, I better be careful. So what, I buy all the, you know, the pouch, ah. You know, ah. The pouch hangs inside, or the pouch that, you know, you can buy. And then I said, okay, ah, going Paris, ah. I said, God, Protect me, ah. I don't want to lose my phone, ah. And then people, oh, oh, most of our people, ah. Pastor, be careful with your phone, ah. You know, because I lost my phone, right? In Emirates plane, So, be careful. So, I, okay. Buy a pouch, put all my money inside. And then, it's, London is very cold. Less than summer five and all. So, what? Where? Sweater. Another sweater. Inside the pouch is safe, isn't it? Sweater, sweater, right? Then, right? coat. Four layers, ah. Protect my money, not because it's cold. <laughs> but actually, it was very cold. So therefore, we went went to Eurostar, two hours plus. went to Paris. And got, okay, wallet, safe. Passport, got, money, okay. Three things, quickly run to the hotel, got, everything safe. Then I got a phone call from Wendy. Yo, pastor, my brother and a the friend, they, they arrived one day later than me. One day later. Yo, the, 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 the friend lost her iPhone. When they reached Paris, uh, it was gone. Huh? It was someone pickpocket. And she's crying. My new iPhone. You know, the, and it's a student, uh, Student, one of the students in New York. And she was, they're so traumatized, so fearful. And I so thought, can you help take care of them tomorrow? It's okay, no problem. Tomorrow, where are you? I'm, I'm going to Eiffel Tower tomorrow. You ask them to meet us in Eiffel Tower? Huh? So they met us there. We, we, we you know, we visited Eiffel Tower and then we walked. And then opportunity, ma. You know, non-Christian, non-Christian. The daughter, ah, uh, uh, the end is a Christian. Her friend, non-Christian. So along the way, opportunity. One minute witness. <laughs> uh, you know How? Don't worry, lah. It's okay, lah. You lose your phone, it's okay. your mother was going, no, oh, mother never so. Okay, ma. Okay. Mother asked you to buy a new phone. Ah, you better still, uh, so go, talk, talk, talk. And then I talk about. So sad, you no. Know. I said, ayo, we pray, on, let God, see what God can do. And then I began to share about my life, uh, evangelism. I said, hey, do you want to receive Jesus uh, as your personal saviour? They said, yes. They said, yes, whoa. I'm going to accept Jesus. Many years. Huh? Huh? They know about, but never accept Christ. But in Paris, uh, she accepted Christ. <laughs> wow. I went to the cafe. We went to the cafe. You know, in a cafe, take photo, praise the Lord yeah, this, uh, Then we said, okay, all of us We're going to pray for you and, we, uh, and she accepted Christ in that Paris Cafe And then after that, I said oh, uh, Did she find the phone? No, la, sorry uh, No, la, I, I wish it had la. But anyway, she said, uh, even if I find I would not to go there to take back the phone la, you know? Don't know who got it you know, right, nah? Then she said I, And I said, you know, never mind Then yeah, nah? I Never mind, no iPhone but God. Jesus Christ. Whoa, yes or not. She received Jesus is a better gift than the iPhone. So thank God, opportunities for anywhere. Then on the journey back from Emirates to, uh, no, sorry it's not Emirates. But when I was coming back, the first one, no, 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 no business. Uh, no business because when I come to see there, there was a space. Got the, this man. First thing he did was pull on his earphone. So I cannot say, excuse me, I can take out your earphone. No, I want to talk to you. I cannot write. So uh, yeah, this one, rest. but the only one going back again to KL, there was one opportunity. He was next to me. Somehow I was, I was, I don't know, they changed my seat from the back to the front seat. I have two person only. You know, it's a better seat, right? Two person. An opportunity to share with him. Invited him for Christmas. Though he didn't accept price, but you know, opportunity was there. So there are many opportunities. And today I declare, you will have many opportunities. Amen? Yes. Yeah. You will have opportunities. And you need to be alert. The last thing, quickly, last thing is knowing God's will. And, and, you know, there's one two 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 sisters who are very good at opportunities, one. Just like, you know, Eddie, ah, full of, no here, everywhere, opportunities. Even Jojo and Juliana. Jojo, where are you? Huh? Huh? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jojo, so I called her first service, she wasn't there. Now she's in the second service. Juliana was first service, the second. Jojo and Juliana also, are you very good at opportunities? You know why? I know. Because they always call me pastor. Got this need, I Can come and minister, or not? can come and pray, and all, uh, maybe they are the area of she's she's serving God as a host. She's serving God in the glass shop. But many times you also say, hey, my friends need ministry. Can you come along? And I've met so many of them. Actually, I've met today. This first service, Dixie was here, right? And then there was Janice. Then there's a Juliet. There's a Vanessa. Then there's so many names. And now they are in our church or in our cell group. Let's give the Lord a hand. Ah, opportunities. These opportunities are what? Not her gym people. Not kaki, makan-makan man, kaki lah. So opportunities, all these friends, ah, it's not just to enjoy. Hmm. They they have either needs, some of them have needs that we needed to pray with them. Some are just because of relationship, friendship. So there's many opportunities. And I declare this year, 2019, you have many many opportunities to reach people for jesus christ amen praise god so obey god's purpose and willingness is the third point i will just run through it obeying god's purpose when you obey desire to obey god's purpose you will also seize every opportunity because you know what you know what's god's purpose in life for you for non-christian because if we do not know what's God's ultimate purpose, uh, we can do everything our own. I, don't know. I just do my own thing, man. I don't know what. But God's purpose is actually found in the two, the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. That's the general purpose. Man has to be, oh, what is God's purpose for me? But actually, it's already revealed 90%. I'm starting of what the pastor said. In the Word of God. And the Great Commandment, which is, love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, and, the, and the love the... Neighbours as your self. What is the great commission? Go ye therefore and make disciples. These are, everything hinges upon this. The great commandment, great commission. And when you do that, when you obey this, it is very really doing God's will. Already, obeying God's will. And these are things that you measure yourself. Is this opportunity from the Lord? Is it not from the Lord? Do I use it? You know, like, Sometimes opportunities come, it might not be, right to use it. Look at David. King David had opportunity, oh. right? You know, he was in the cave. And then who came to Shishi? King Saul. So. He was in the state, dark, dark. The king to pee is King Saul, so. And you know, his fellow soldiers say, hey, you know. Ah, God delivered this to you. Ah, God to kill him. Then you were the king. Opportunity, come on. It's obvious, isn't it? He's there, and you have opportunity to kill him. But I say, no, I will not touch God's anointed, Because they did pass the two tests. Killing. he passed the two sets of, of loving God and loving a neighbor. And, uh, and that's all passed. Loving God and loving people. Well, unless, really, from the word of God, he tells you, you know, you are going to make him, you can get rid of this fellow. But God didn't say it. He didn't. Obey God. So, I'm going to run through fast. First of all, how are you going to obey God's purposes? Number one, be alert. Okay, I'm just running fast. Alert to the opportunity. Number two, make sure you take action. Don't just think, 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 and opportunity fly already. Take action when there's opportunity there. Wow, it's so there listening. Got opportunity to check. Do it. it. Seize the opportunity. And then, uh, this discerning. We talked about it already. Then every opportunity to do good, if it's to do good, is to be taken. Number five, beware of hindrances. There are hindrances to you using opportunity. Definitely there is. Sometimes we'll say, ayo, like somebody said this, Thomas Edison said this, opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Ayo, I don't do that because it's so much work. They're not. I could stay longer to minister. I could stay longer to share. It is work. I want to do my own thing. So it looks like work. But do you know? Do you know? Many times for me, when it's a harder thing to do, it's a greater job opportunity. There is a greater miracle involved, and it's serious. Because I always ask it, God, I want to see miracles. I don't want life as mundane. When I pray for the sick, I want to see them heal. When I pray for somebody's business, I want to see their business heal and their business growing. I want, I do not just want the to say prayers. And that's many of us just say prayers. God, I want to pray with faith and see things happen as, as in the next days. So therefore, the harder it is that it require more of my effort. Many times, you know, there are greater miracles, greater uh, outcome results from that. So work never a mind. Do it for the Lord. And then of course, fear. Many times we fear. We fear to pray for the sick. What if it gets worse then? How many of you there, you say, Ayo, you ask me a prayer. What if it, the person died or so? How, you know? Did I pray the prayer that he died? No, don't worry, it's not. It's nothing. To, you can't pray a prayer that he died. Eh? You have so much power. Huh? That your prayer will kill him. No, of course not. Pray by faith. Even if the Lord takes him, you have opportunity to show love to the family. Right? The first, hey, they came, you know. I've heard so many people say, you "No, know, they came. They showed love. But they were there for me. So, opportunity is there to show kindness. To show love to them. So, do not be afraid. Just do it. And then trust God. You just leave the results to God. Just leave the results to God. Trust God. I pray, God heals. I pray, God uh, you know. That's the work in their lives. So that's my heart's cry. 2019, I want to reach more for the Lord. Yesterday, I had a last opportunity. i compared with today. That opportunity. Yesterday, last night, opportunity to share one minute weakness. If you have not gone through one minute weakness, you should. I encourage you. I have gone through and I use it a lot too. You know, one minute. Because some people don't have much time, you know. They only give you one minute. So, can I share the good news by one minute? Yes. Can I share my testimony by one minute? Yes. And you try, you come forward. April, there's another uh, training in one minute witness. So, yesterday, I was with my cool family, all my cousins. My mother is the only survivor in her generation. So, these are the generations of my cousins. Then we came together. I was looking, hmm, because I came earlier, where to sit? Who is sitting where? Ah, this one I'm thinking of. I want to reach this fella. Put my back here. <clears throat> sit here. Probably he's going to sit there. <laughs> so I was talking to her. Then, then I realised she was a believer? Not that no need. Wow, so happy no need to do it. No lah. Then I said, hey, okay, you are a Christian. When did you accept Christ? Because we haven't seen each other. I think 50 over years you now. When we were children, maybe 50 over years never see each other. So I said, oh, you became a Christian. Oh, you are going to where? Oh, Kapung. Oh, okay, church. Oh, then your sister, Christian also. Wow, praise God. Lah, two of you, my cousins. Then, oh, my brother, not Christian. Okay, one non-Christian there. That's it. Uh, he only speaks Cantonese, you know. I, my broken Cantonese, very bad one. i scared I say wrong thing. So I said, uh, can you interpret for me? I want to share with your brother. Then, tang tang tung. she's there. He, I say one word, oh, you know, about my life, about Jesus Christ. Then he, uh, oh, he interpret, interpret. Though he didn't accept Christ, but he heard the gospel. And the sister said, uh, I bring you to his house uh, to come and share some more. Uh. I said, okay. Another opportunity, right now? Everywhere, dinner time, lunch time, whatever. One minute witness, very easy. Where I go to pay, uh, pay my, for whatever I'm buying. Uh, I went to pay for the pillows. and all. Then nobody was there and nobody was paying. So I said, uh, can I share? One minute. Uh? And then one minute I managed to... Share the gospel. Hey, you're Christian, huh? Ah. Very nice people, oh. Ah, oh, the Christian fan, ah, I have a very nice one, somehow Christian different one. Very nice. That's a good testimony, isn't it? Oh, very good testimony. Then one time also I was paying something. I said, uh, can I one minute with you? Da, 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 da. Then before I finish, at least I got 50 seconds. Ah. Huh? Someone was gonna pay. 50 seconds. I didn't manage to say, what? If I never received price. That was the only thing i didn't receive i managed to, to say but i said everything except what if i never was a believer what if i never received Christ? so are you are you inspired to come back for that training on april it is a great testimony not many people will have a lot of time but one minute they might have even my doctor when i was in last year when i was admitted that I came back for follow up I said can I have one minute of your time you know doctors uh, time is money right but one minute and I shared the gospel he gave me more than one minute managed uh. to, to share after I also said if hey, my, my patient need you to share uh, can you come back and share with them uh? wow like this <laughs> yeah why not you know so there's opportunity let's stand up together as we close I'm not going to ask you to come out. I'm not going to ask you to come to the altar call. But where you are is the altar call. Where you are, let it be your altar to the Lord. And I'm going to declare things. We're going to declare verses. And may it be your declaration of faith. That's not just one year in, one year out. But you will hold it in your heart. These are my declarations. And this is what I'm going to live by. This is what I'm going to follow. Because I want to seize every opportunity that comes my way. And I want to see soul say I'll see life change. Whatever difficulty you are, you can seize those opportunities to stand firm for God. And when people see that in your problems you still can praise God. In your need, you still can sing songs of worship. That is a testimony in itself. Because you seize the opportunity when your heart is broken. You bring your broken heart to the Lord When are difficulties, your grief You still say, I'm seizing this opportunity This will not get me down But it will raise up my faith That I can share with somebody That God is my healer, God is my, the one who pulls me through Let's declare it Okay, wherever you are, read it loudly This is a declaration Ten declarations, one, two, three I, I am a child, child of God, God, God Forgiven and loved by God I will serve the Lord all the days of my life with gladness. I hear and follow the voice of the good shepherd, and follow not the voice of the stranger. I'm doing the right thing in the right way, in the right time. That's just always, I declare, okay? Always, yeah, one, two, three. I declare, I am receiving an abundant supply of wisdom and understanding from God. I will know how, how to, apply to apply God's, God's word, word accurately, accurately in every situation. I declare I am more than a conqueror. The Lord always brings me through, and I am victorious. I am a winner in Christ. I declare I am not intimidated by the enemy, and I have a sound mind and a spirit of courage and boldness. I am prepared and ready to face every challenge the day brings weary in doing the good things God God has called me me to do. I will not quit, but I will will persevere and overcome. I will will reap my harvest harvest on the seeds I've sown at exactly the right time. time. I declare I am am valuable valuable because of who made me and because of the the price Jesus paid for me. I am here for a divine divine purpose. purpose. No No one one else else is like me. me i have been fearfully and wonderfully made by god i am unique special and extraordinary to god i declare i am equipped for every good work that god has planned for me i am called and appointed by god to serve him i will fulfill my destiny i declare i have favor with god and with men i'm surrounded with favor like a shield now is my time This This is is the appointed time time of God's God's vision vision for my life to come to to pass. I declare I will seize every opportunity given to me me by God. God. I I will will be be fruitful, I will will multiply, I I will will replenish, replenish. I I will will subdue, and and I will have dominion in this world each day of my life. Hallelujah!